Hello and welcome to the Feminine Genius Podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates all women of God and their unique genius. I'm your host, Rachel Wong. One of my favorite quotes of all time is from Saint Irenaeus, and he once said, The glory of God is man fully alive. And I feel that no one embodies that better than Caroline Lunny. Caroline is the wonderful lady behind the Instagram account Resurrected Collective, where she challenges other women to embrace their creativity, live bravely, and recognize the beauty of the resurrection. It's impossible not to smile when you hear Caroline's joy, and I know you will come away from this episode feeling renewed and ready to recreate your life with God. In this episode, Caroline and I talk about what inspires her creativity, how the butterfly has played a huge and important role in her life, and what it means to live as a resurrected woman. Hi, Caroline. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so excited to be on this podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you on. And I've been a follower of you for quite some time. So it's exciting to like, see you face to face like this. <laughs> Caroline, I was wondering if you could start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Definitely. So hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Lunny. I run Resurrected Collective on Instagram kind of an evolving brand focused on empowering women to live life to the full and what it means to pursue a life fully alive. I live in Ohio. I go to school in Ohio at Miami University, and I study all things marketing and creativity. I'm just really passionate about helping women harness their own God-given creativity and using creativity to live fully because it's such an aspect of living fully alive for me. And I love empowering women to do the same. So wonderful. Yes. And we're going to dive into Resurrected Collective and all of these things. But I guess even before you got to, you know, discovering this passion, not just for yourself, but also helping other women to harness that. And I love that so much. I was wondering if you could share with us a little bit of your own personal faith journey and how you've come to like meet Christ in this very personal way. Well, it's a long story, but I'll keep it brief. I was born, raised Catholic, cradle Catholic, and I've always had a passion or desire to know the Lord more deeply. In what I think was, yeah, 2016, I went on a truly like life-changing pilgrimage to Lourdes, France. So I have a big consecration to Mary in that way. And in Lourdes, Jesus just showed me his providence and his healing power. My mom was diagnosed with cancer and I went there on pilgrimage for her. And when I came back, she went into remission and miracles truly happened to her life. And she's living... Fully alive now due to just strong prayer and faith, which is a huge miracle that kind of set me on the path of encountering the Lord more deeply. And when I arrived in Lourdes, we were prompted to ask for a sign from the Lord. We were young mm. and somebody's talking about asking the Lord for a sign. And I felt called to ask for butterflies, which was something um, that I've always loved throughout my life and something that my mom and I love. And so I just kind of threw it up there. And in my time in Lourdes, it was like, Butterflies were landing on me. They were everywhere, like on buildings, on people's shirts, like following me around. And it was just like, wow. And then it just kind of started like, okay, 
the Lord speaks to me in butterflies. This is kind of cool. And I then started to learn what the butterfly meant, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then I, a few years later, I was a missionary at Life Teen, Hidden Lake, which is Life Teen Camp's ministry. I was a missionary there, which was just another like deep dive into formation. Right. And the Lord kind of revealed to me there, like, Caroline, I want to make you a resurrected woman. And what that meant and kind of was like the butterfly, Caroline, this is what that means. It's a symbol of resurrection. All just kind of clicked. And that's kind of how I got to where I am today. And I just really believe like the butterfly is a symbol of the miraculous. The Lord wants to work miracles in our life. We're called to live fully, especially as women, to embrace life fully alive and hold nothing back and just hold huge expectation that when the Lord puts us through like dark times or the daily life tribulations that he will resurrect us in the end, just like he resurrects the butterfly from the caterpillar. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of in synopsis, my faith yes. in the Lord so far. Wow. Well, first of all, I just want to say like, you know, praise God for the healing of your mom. Like what a, Truly. like a powerful thing. So thank you for sharing that. And, and I guess it's like, I'll share with listeners too. I think, you know, like I said, I've been following you for quite some time. A lot of your posts, I think, get me to pause and reflect about exactly what you're talking about. Like, what does it mean to be living fully alive in the resurrection? But in particular, there was this one post, and I'll be sure to share it. It has you with all of your butterfly stickers. And your caption, like you were talking about how, like as a kid, you would save Mm. stickers. And Mm -hmm. I thought that is totally me. Like I had books and books and of like sticker books. Yes. And just collecting stickers. And, you know, I remember as a kid, one of maybe I guess was my older cousins, like, what are you going to do with all of those? Like, what right. is the purpose? And I'm like, I don't know, but I just want to hold on to these as tightly as I can. But I did notice that they were all butterfly stickers. And I know that on mm. your logo, there was a butterfly. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, there is something there. But so, so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yeah, on the sticker thought. Totally. That's something that I've been recently kind of exploring on Instagram. If you follow along, I, a few years ago, realized that I was saving all this art supplies and like these stickers for another day in my life. And then I grew up and I never used them. It was such a simple like example of why are we waiting to live? And just like you said, you had books of stickers. Like if I ask women, I've asked so many women and they're like, yes, I have stickers. I've been saving them for years. I'm like, why don't you use them? <laughs> like, because as kids, why save the good stuff for tomorrow? And why can't we just live fully now and use your stickers? It's a simple way to kind of live fully. Yeah. Absolutely. What prompted you to start the Resurrected Collective? You came back from Lourdes and you were doing some formation as a life teen missionary. Where was that invitation from the Lord to be yeah. like, I want you to not only live this for yourself, but help other women achieve the same thing? Yeah. So all my life as well, I've always had a desire, like I'm sure you have with the podcast and everything to like create something, Mm -hmm. to say something, to do something. And it had been a prayer for a while of what do I do now? And after what I was just saying earlier, how the Lord revealed to me what the butterfly meant at Life Team a few years ago, he also said, okay, I want you to create this account and I want you to start selling jewelry. I want you to find metals and resurrect them, like old Catholic metals and resurrect them and sell jewelry. And that's how I started. I moved away a little bit from that just because the Lord's calling me into other things. But that was the first invitation of that. And it was just clear, like, okay, I'll start. Now, it's funny when I look at it now, because I don't know how to make jewelry. I've never made jewelry before. (laughs) And Jesus was like, okay, just go home and make jewelry. And it's just kind of... (laughs) A spirit-led imitation of that. But if you're listening to this and you want to create something too, please know that there's like a 
waiting period for that invitation for a really long time. So just keep asking the Lord and keep trusting that he will make your call clear to you and he will make your call clear. And then have the bravery to step into that because he will also equip you with the bravery that you need. So I encourage you if you're out there, because I know some of you will want to start things. I love empowering people to do that. It's okay if you're in a waiting phase, like the Lord will reveal to you what he wants you to create and how he wants you to move on the internet and beyond. So that was kind of the invitation to start Resurrected. And since then, I've made a lot of pivots and I've done different things. Right now, I'm doing a Create to Recreate guide. So just kind of following wherever the Spirit says to do next and where I get my inspiration from. So, yeah. I would love to talk to you about this idea of the resurrection and the butterfly. And I guess as a kid, I think we learn about life cycles and animals and all that kind of thing. And of course, the unique journey that a butterfly will take from caterpillar into cocoon. And as you're describing it, it kind of clicked for me in my head too, where it's like, they have their own little resurrection too. And also as women, it's like, what a feminine insect. (laughs) Is yeah. that a particular word for butterflies? But I guess it's like, you know, what a feminine being, I guess, essentially. Yeah. And a beautiful reflection of what that means in your own life, whether it is the butterfly or your mother's miraculous healing after you've come back yeah. from this pilgrimage. What have been some other instances where you've encountered this idea of resurrection and like how that ties into creativity? Definitely. I mean, I think like just what you said, the butterfly is, I can like never exhaust the inspiration I gained from the butterfly. It's a small caterpillar that like cannot do anything. And it goes into this darkness, this really dark, scary period of all of a sudden going into a cocoon and being alone and the fear that is there, just like how the Lord died for us and was put in a tomb, is then over time, a waiting period, that it becomes a butterfly and it can fly and it becomes more beautiful than probably it could ever imagine. It's like how the Lord resurrected for us. So Just that inspires me so much. If you're in a period of darkness, if you're in a period of waiting, to just continue to expect the resurrection and expect to be transformed in that way, I think it's just such a demonstration in nature and a feminine reality as well. Just like you said, huge thing about resurrection is not only just the fact of life and the invitation of polar life through the resurrection that inspires me, but to have expectation the disciples didn't really expect Jesus to rise. And if they were to expect a miracle, it would have changed that waiting period. It would have been hope instead of fear. To replace our fear with a hope and a wild expectation of resurrection in every single aspect of your life is something that has transformed things for me. Because when you expect life and you expect resurrection and you expect that the Lord will do nothing short of that in your life, you are free to move and act in boldness and braveness. And you will be met with that life. And I've experienced that so many times in relationships and in everything I do is resurrected in daily life and meeting new people and going to school. It can be applied to like every movement that you make, that if you make movement with expectation of resurrection, you will be met with it and miracles can happen. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how that inspires me daily, I guess you could say. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And certainly I feel like especially as women, sometimes we can get very in our head and realistic about what it is that we should expect or what it is that we even feel worthy of asking. Mm -hmm. And I wonder too, like, has there ever been a time where you come in with a great expectation, but perhaps the Lord presented his response, maybe in a way that you didn't expect? Yeah. That might've been like. For sure. Definitely. And I think there's a difference between putting your expectations 
in other human beings or the reality of the earth and then putting your expectation in the Lord. Mm. I I mean, COVID, all of our expectations are gone, right? I guess an example would be I applied for a dream internship for the summer and it was going to be in New York and it was in the fashion industry and a, for a really big company. And I basically, I got it and it was canceled. And I was like, Jesus, I expect you to, there was so much expectation of prayer. Like Jesus, I expect you to work here in this internship. And if I would have put my expectation in myself to make it happen, I would have probably been disappointed, upset. But because I put expectation in the Lord to move it, I was met with a lot of peace, Hmm. even in disappointment, because I knew that it wasn't in my own hands, that was in the Lord's hands. So there's a shift there to make between the world and the Lord that I almost like can't even put into words, but there is a peace that can flow from that because it's not on us. As women, we carry a lot. We are a lot of things. We operate as so many things in our daily life. We're very multifaceted. And you just take it off your load and put it on the Lord's. Even resurrection miracles can happen that you didn't expect. For sure. Yeah. Like so many times we're on the journey and whether it is because of these beautiful gifts of receptivity and generosity that we have, we are so maternal, even Mm. if we're not actually physical mothers and just the ways in which we'll just take everything in and not even realizing just how much it is that we're carrying. But like you said, being able to hand that over to God. And Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that for me, especially like I struggle with this idea of I need to control everything or I need to make sure that I know everything that's happening. That's such a powerful reminder to go in with great Mm -hmm. expectation in the Lord Mm -hmm. and allow him to take ownership of these things. Ultimately, he has the final say and he'll move how he wants to. Right. And your heart will be fulfilled and the desires of your heart will be fulfilled in that way too. Yeah. So I would love to talk to you about um, Create to Recreate. First of all, Caroline, it's beautiful. So thank thank you. you. But I was wondering if you could share with listeners what that whole initiative is. and Totally. So Create to Recreate is a kind of a guide that I created that helps women create for the life of it instead of creating for the pressure of it or creating with comparison to really kind of take off the spirit of perfectionism Mm. or the fear of failure and kind of taking off those things so that you can create freely for the Lord. Because I just love creativity and it's part of my study and a part of my passion. And I think through creating new things, you can experience new life. And there can be a lot of pressure. Like so many people that I talk to will say, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. Count me out. I'm not an artist. I was bad at art class. I'm not a creative person. And that is a myth. That is such a myth because we are made in the image and likeness of God, especially as women. You are a creative person and you have creative faculties because the Lord is creative. Mm. You are created in, in his image and likeness. And creativity doesn't mean being a professional artist. Creativity means creating something new, motivated by the spirit. My goal is to empower women to create for the joy of it and create for the recreation of it. Mm. And the word recreate and I'm posing it that it means to be create to be made new. So to create with the focus on the process, not on the product, to kind of mess around freely. Because as women and as people, especially in this age, when do we just do things for the heck of it? When do we mm. do things for the recreation of it? Yes. Just for the simple, like, there is no goal here. There is no striving here. I'm just going to do this thing. I'm going to paint this picture. I'm going to use my stickers just to feel a newness of life in me. And I think creativity, when approached in that way, can be very freeing and can give us life instead of taking away life. So I kind of wanted to just pose that flip of creativity on its head and empower women to gain life through creating for the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that so much, just because I think a lot of the things that you mentioned there, whether it's the whole perfection aspect or even claiming that you're not a creative person or you're not artistic, or even this concept of finding time to do things for the sake of doing them and enjoying it rather than there is an end goal or an end product attached to it. I'm sure that you've seen like with social media, sometimes it can be so easy to compare yourself to what is happening around because I think that Mm -hmm. while it's a wonderful platform to share the work that you are doing. And I would say to listeners, like, please don't stop. If you're creating stuff, please don't stop because I love seeing it. But it can also, I can imagine, maybe weigh down on you if you feel like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I'm not maybe producing in the way that that person is or whoever. But like, what has some of the response been in terms of like what you've heard from different women or even people in general who have come across your profile? Definitely. Well, right now when we're filming this, I'm talking about, step four in the guide. There's six steps. And step four is being aware of what I call creativity killers before you start to create so that you can jump the hurdle and be aware that this thing is about to make you want to stop creating so that when you are creating, you can jump around it. Mm. Kind of building that self-awareness. And right now I'm talking to a lot of women about what they find is their creativity killer. So in the guide, it explores perfection pressure and fear of failure and how focusing on the process, not the product, can help you get rid of that perfection pressure and fear of failure is nothing to be afraid of. That failure can actually mean success because failure indicates that you're being brave and you're taking a step out. So we've been exploring those two topics. And then right now I'm talking to women about what they think their creativity killer is. And the response has been huge on the fact that worrying about what other people think and comparing their art to other people. Creativity is such an extension of ourselves and an expression of ourselves Mm -hmm. because we are created in the image and likeness of God. So your creativity is going to be unique to you. And only when we decide to meet that unique creativity in ourselves and stop looking around at other people's art and move in the spirit within us instead in a creative way, can we get rid of that comparison almost? Because it is true that there is a certain creativity DNA identity within you And when you own that fact and you believe that, that is when you can start moving in it. For sure. And I love what you were mentioning that we're creative because God is creative. Mm -hmm. And I love that so, so much just because you look at any landscape or sunset or even Mm, looking at how unique we all look like, you know, no two people look alike. And it's just such a powerful reminder that this God of creativity, who is just this artist or this like master potter, he is everywhere all at once. And he is Mm. allowed for us to co-create with him here on this earth. Exactly. And how beautiful that is. Like just what you said about how no two people look the same. Mm-hmm. No two people's true art or creativity should look the same. The Lord delights in differences because we're all his different children. So embrace that. You know, you were talking about earlier too, like you've pivoted a couple of times. And for you, like when it comes to these types of things, whether it's starting one project and you've moved on to something else, what keeps you motivated or always forward facing when it comes to encountering these big changes that maybe God is calling you to? Yeah. Well, I think a like prayer and inviting the Lord into your dreams and desires for your business or your podcast or your project or your Etsy store. I think a lot of the times we forget that the Lord can be a businessman too. Um, And he is a really good 
CEO, honestly, which is hilarious to say, but and you're creating and you're business making, the Lord wants to meet you there and the Lord wants to fulfill your desires there and blow up your expectations there. So I actually do a, before I start work in the morning, my prayer routine is very important to me. And when I go from prayer to starting my work, this practice has been huge for me in kind of helping me pivot, et cetera, is I write down the expectations I have for my goals and my work. So for example, I'll like take a piece of paper and at the top, I'll write together, Jesus, we will. Mm. And I'll like kind of write down what my expectations and where I think I'm going and let the spirit move there. And it's so interesting to see how they progress over time and how the Lord moves the spirit in prayer in that way. And how when you state those expectations for your dreams and how you want to grow, the Lord will meet you there. So that is how I would recommend tangibly to understand where to pivot and where the Lord is calling you. That practice has been huge and has produced a lot of fruit even over a few weeks. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God is a CEO. Like actually, (laughs) funnily enough, like I have used that before with folks, especially when it comes to talking about the podcast and just kind of like, I have this dream. What do you think? Like, let's bring it to the board meeting. Like, what do you (laughs) think? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like that expectation list is my morning board meeting. That is the perfect perfect way to put it. I love that. Oh, so great. Yeah. I mean, like, it's wonderful to meet other people who have very similar and like analogies just to hear how they interpret it. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love the board meeting idea. Yeah. Just imagine like all the angels and saints and God at the head. Exactly. And so you've got my PowerPoints. Yes, PowerPoint. This is my slide deck. That's so cute. Um, Exactly. Just as we think about, you know, like a lot of the work that you do obviously like revolves around empowering women. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I think that especially here and now, like for us as women, we need to stick together and we need to lift Mm. each other up and encourage each other, especially in a society where so many times I feel like we are asked to or even forced to pit ourselves against each other. So I want to say thank you for the work that you're doing in empowering other women and helping them to think about their creativity and their feminine genius. And I would love to hear from you how you've seen your own feminine genius develop in your Mm. own life. Definitely. Well, what immediately comes to mind is how creative women are. It has been so interesting over the past month or so that I've been doing the Create Drag Create Challenge just to like encounter the beauty and the depth of creativity in women. It is so unique how we can combine our intuition with our aesthetic understanding and appreciation and our spiritual reality and like our beautiful femininity together to create profound art. And on the flip side of that, I've seen a lot of women creating things. And when they present them, they're like, oh, it's not that good. Like, it's not that good. Don't look at it, right? But there is such power in women's creativity that if you're listening to this, stop with the phrase, not that good. Because what you're creating is truly a combination of all things beautiful and holy and feminine. Right. Um, and there's such power behind that. And I've seen that through creativity, through people's pursuits and dreams, etc. So if you're creating something, it is good because it is a combination of so many beautiful feminine genius things. And I think I've just seen that play out not only like in myself, but in people on the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm just continually blown away by how women combine all the beautiful feminine realities with creativity to create something so powerful for the kingdom. 
And ultimately, that's all that God wants, right, is for all of us to really work on and use lavishly and extravagantly, Mm. like these gifts that he's given to us. It's kind of like stickers, like he's given us all these stickers. Now, how are we going to use them in the world? Yeah. So women, do not be ashamed. I love that word, lavishly using your gifts, because it is true that you have been just anointed. And so especially, especially in combined with your creativity to do such powerful things. Yeah. So wonderful. Caroline, thank you. And I guess just as we close off our time here today, would you be able to lead us in a closing prayer? Definitely. Definitely. It'd be an honor. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you for calling us here together. I pray as women, you use our creativity and our compassion to build a community of women that uplift each other and embrace the feminine genius and the gifts that you have so clearly given us that we use them for the kingdom and beyond and that we embrace our own selves and our own sisters as powerful soldiers in the world for your glory. Mary, I ask that you pray for us and you wrap us in your mantle as you lead us on the pursuit of heaven and all things for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you. This has been so fun and such an honor. Great to talk to you, Rachel. Okay, how epic was that conversation? I am still beaming from it. And I'm back very quickly to say that Caroline continues to inspire women to live out their best resurrected selves. Between the time that we recorded our interview and the release of this episode, Caroline announced that she'll be starting up a new venture called Wing Woman Co. And I'll let Caroline take it from here. Wing Woman Co. is my newest venture, you could say, through Resurrected Collective. My true heart and true passion and genius zone has always been helping ready-to-rise entrepreneurs take their vision and make it come to life so that their business can rise. Because I have such a huge heart for helping entrepreneurs truly gain momentum in their businesses and providing them with the tools necessary to get unstuck and fly forward with what they're doing my whole life, I have just been, you could almost say addicted to the spirit of entrepreneurship. And I just absolutely love taking vision and breaking it down into bite-sized strategies so that these wild ideas that are more often than not inspired by the Holy Spirit and the Lord's hope for our life can actually come to life. Because I believe that no one should keep those dreams or those visions inside of them and I want to help them rise and just bring visions to life. So Wing Woman will be officially, you could say, open for business. We're aiming for January-ish. If you are interested in getting on the wait list to work with me through Wing Woman and help your vision rise, you can go to www.wingwomanco.com and join the wait list for January and then we're just going to get started and hopefully unleash some women entrepreneurs for the glory of God and the kingdom and just to help entrepreneurs do their thing. So you can follow me on Instagram at wingwomanco or go to the website if you're interested in working with me. I love helping entrepreneurs. If you have any specific questions, never hesitate to reach out on how to make your dream, vision, business idea come to life. My thanks again to Caroline Lenny for joining me on the Feminine Genius Podcast today and inspiring us. You can learn more about Caroline by checking out her website, resurrectedcollective.com, and you can follow her on Instagram at resurrectedcollective. 
There you'll be able to find the create to recreate guide that she was mentioning in the interview. As well, if you're a woman entrepreneur who would love to work with Caroline in the future, be sure to get on the waitlist of Wing Woman Co. The website again is wingwomanco.com and you can also follow the Instagram account wingwomanco for more updates. All of these are linked in the episode description below. You can stay up to date with the Feminine Genius Podcast by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at FemGeniusPod. And you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and many other platforms. All of this information can be found on our home on the web, FeminineGeniusPodcast.com. We'll talk to you soon. And God bless always.